0: Wow, guys, run round of applause again for Stormtroopers. Woo! Some of the cast that there, you just saw there. So please give a, a warm round of applause to Percy. Carolyn Bracken. Did you enjoy that guys? Pretty cool eh? Uh, for me it was uh, pretty amazing to see. Uh, I'm going to stand to the sign here guys. Great. I don't know. <laughs> so, for me it was, uh, it was fantastic to see such a, a brilliant production made by Irish people. And the first time I watched it, uh, Hall I didn't know that it was Irish made. Oh, can you hear me? How are you? Um, yeah, Irish made. I stood guys, but I'm sick of movies about Trump, doesn't open.
1: I think, I think there's so much more we can make in this country, right? and it's, 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 the imagination is limited. You know? um, so what we want to do is try something different. Uh, we want to humanise the stormtroopers, and I think Alan Bracken did a great job of that, just when it's like see things through their eyes. Um, we also want to show off the locations that we have in Ireland. Like, all the bits and pieces of materials, they're all there. Um, it's kind of a way to make the movies and use our imaginations.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't know he's from Cork but We all I just found outside that we were we both from the same town as you Cork, which is pretty cool. And a lot of the film was shot in that area whole, wasn't it? Yeah, it's
1: pretty cool. Like he moved out, I was evicted. But, uh, <laughs> so we shot in really cool locations. We shot in the Maritime College in Cork, which gave you that cool at at internal. Uh, we also shot in Goat Island, which was in Ardmore, West Waterford. Like that's almost like a Dragonstone Beach and Game of Thrones, you know. We were pretty lucky. Right? We got into Mitchellstown Cave. No oh, one gets to fill in Mitchellstown Cave. But we got in there. Uh, it was pretty cool, because we have just done that beach scene uh, with our gracious wing and, and the heavy machine gun, giving the socks, because the had that. So uh, we closed the deal for Mitchellstown Cave, because we had that MG42 on loan from the Irish Military War Museum. So I called up to Mitchell Stone Cave and said, yeah, we called up last week to film in your cave to the back of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> he took
0: one look at the MG42 and goes, you guys can film here any time. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us a bit more about developing the film, Ijo, because originally you were in Australia quite a while back and you made an episode one old. of this kind of story.
1: Yeah, so look, we tried out the first episode in the, the pinnacles in the desert in Western Australia, and um, that was pretty cool. Um, so this we shot in 40 degrees heat, um, in those in, suits in a full, Well, we had one suit we filmed me with three different variations of the suit just to flush out the cast and crew you know? uh, and then we finished it in the back of a tank and slain wow. um, so that was pretty cool so all those lessons we learned, we put into this episode I not I needed extra talent here I needed to know the back up to you know post production um, and also as we mentioned Dab at the Hut here as well and website so we've got a lot of support from you know Routine, uh, 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 movie review sites and the like. Uh, so it's all about putting those blocks together, learning, going again, and doing better. Can you talk to us a
0: little bit more how you found the cast, how you found the guys to
1: get involved with the project? Yeah, I'm really proud to I found these guys here. Um, I suppose, like, Carolyn is an outstanding Irish on stage and screen actress, uh, Peter does a lot of horror movies released Eastern Europe nicest guy you can meet, but you say, actually, turns into a complete psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Clancy is a little bit embarrassing, because actually, Clancy was up for one of the Stormtrooper parts, and she obviously really well, but I just couldn't fit her in. Like, some people are amazing actress, but sometimes you just can't fit them into what you want. Uh, but then this red role developed, she was perfect for it. It so just goes to show, like You try for one thing. You try for one thing. Yeah. And something else happens just because you tried your best. And that's what we want to do. Is we want to showcase these people. Right? Yeah, I want to see more of Carolyn. I want to see more of Peter. I've seen enough of Will. <laughs> <laughs> but that uh, yeah. again.
0: Carolyn, congratulations. Cause, uh, a round of applause for Carolyn, who's recently just been cast in a new BBC drama series called The Dublin Murders, which is up and coming. It's going to be shooting in the next couple of months. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. a round of How did you find shooting in the suits? And um, how was—I mean—is it, is it a very different way of acting? There's a lot of things that are going on that aren't going to happen on the day, and, and Will is going to add them on in post. How did you find the experience? Oh, well, I loved it, but uh, I hadn't anticipated that the suits would be like another character in
2: uh, themselves. The day before we first shot, we all introduced us to all of our suits, who so we thought. Fairly straightforward to get them on. I'd say on the day of the shoot, with about ten people from the 501st First Legion around us, dressing us and trying to help us and stuff like that. And and yeah, you you can't pee easily. And then <laughs>
0: You're not gonna cost Me back something. Sorry. They didn't facilitate that. Uh, sorry. No, <laughs> no budget. No um, money. And what about the acting? With uh, again okay the suit is, is going to be one thing that's going to inhibit you a small bit you're going to have to get used to that but stuff like having to like, shoot the guns all that stuff has been added and post how did you find that kind of experience? Well
2: it was lovely because you know um, a lot of the time when you're uh, creating a character you don't really have a lot to you don't usually have a lot of props or costumes to kind of get you into that role but as soon as the stormtrooper um, outfit goes on and... and you just start feeling yourself getting into it very, very quickly, so it's, it's quite an easy transition. You start feeling a bit badass and, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you're kind of ready to go, yeah. So, it's it, you know, in terms of, of uh, getting into it, that costume is great, you can kind of get into it uh, much quicker then, yeah. And um, then the helmet goes on and it's just
0: a different story. <laughs> and what's he like to work with?
2: Terrible. A right. nightmare. Um, <laughs> no, he's great, but, uh it's lovely to have um, a director who's collaborative and uh, who has his own very, very certain ideas about things, because then you feel in very safe hands. But that you also have a, a bit of a, a green light to be able to offer anything or to say, like well, this, this, this may not feel right, or, or, or can could we try this? And uh, having a kind of a, a healthy balance of that is brilliant. So you feel very safe hands, but you don't feel as if you can't, you know, uh, communicate. With
0: He's great. He's also, you are a bit of a character in all as well because I found out there that you're also a race car driver as well.
1: Yeah, i do anything for attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I've tried a lot of things. Like, I love racing. I'm racing in Western Australia, right. UK and Ireland. Uh, I got beaten by your hot guns on the way up and I got beaten by your old dogs and their dogs. <laughs> but in fairness, I had my own. I was actually really good at not crashing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think to my championship points. For um, like racing, just like the film, it's got passion. We all have these passions, ideas. You see everyone here at Comic Con, everyone's in cosplay, and there's like six details, and everything's fantastic. Like. Mm-hmm. The place is jammed. Yeah. It's, like, it's cool, we have fun. So it would be great to see more Irish Sci-Fi, because we have all the ideas.
0: Yeah, for sure. Where did filmmaking start for you? You like I mean you you also you, you work as an engineer, don't you? Yeah. So you did the race car driving and you're a filmmaker as well. Where did filmmaking start for? I did for a bunch
1: of jumping care and good. I ran off the roof like in a fungy collar and I could like, do this. Totally.
0: Uh, and so th- you just bundled you and thought you could film it. That- That's <laughs>
1: exactly how we're going. <laughs> uh, the way for someone to pull back the core going, you're going too far.
0: Yeah. You were, you were, we were talking about it outside, you were very interested in the, your, your approach to the filmmaking thing was, it is a collaborative thing, but you wouldn't work with that many directors who were saying, I'm hiring the talent, and we're all going to get together. And you're pushing the boat forward, but kind of like you're, you're letting people, letting their talent shine. As such. Yeah. I think
1: the trick, we were very lucky. We had, William Bean, Day. We had people who acted their powerful in the box. We also had people like Matthew Corrigan, director, director of photography. We had Stephen Rigby and Karen Tracy, A. Deams. So they kind of knew what they were doing. So what I tried to do was give them the organisation vision vision what we wanted, give them the tools that we need. And where Matthew wanted to do something, give them that box. You know. So like sometimes like I'm saying like a rising tide floats all boats. Sometimes you can collaborate and learn together. Just that cooperation, I think,
0: is a cool. Uh, Peter, we, uh, fantastic acting, you're a fantastic actor with great presence on screen. You interestingly started acting working on Game of Thrones, isn't that right?
1: Yeah, yeah I was on, on Game of Thrones, but it was just a featured role. A yeah. Good, uh, quite with a bit camera time. But it was, uh, it was a thing that just gave uh, me the buzz for, for working in film, because I've never really considered it a great deal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even my suggestion you want know, to apply for it. Right. My cousin, he says, you do a horse riding and everything else. Why did, you, why did you apply for some of this? Yeah. So my cousin died, I think. I <laughs> <was> doing anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and how did you find work in this project? In particular, what stood out to me, Peter, was your leather trousers. <laughs> I thought that, like, the Stormtrooper costumes might be warm, but i say they were sweaty as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> <are really laughs> on Oh, you, you yeah, you're a real one. He's no, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so did you enjoy working on the project? Yeah, it was
1: absolutely fantastic. It was A um, stranger was just called out of the area. Was, uh, whenever somebody says, like, a short film, you're not really sure what level it's going yeah, to yeah. be, but I was dumbfounded find how, how able and skilled everybody yeah. was. Yeah. From the first day to the last, everybody, everybody was pulling together. Wow. Oh. <laughs> That's dedication. So I'm staying, staying awake on the, on the, the motorways. is the hardest thing is to worth it. It feels to the president. You and in a complicated situation? He was scared. God, just cool.
0: Fantastic. The thing that took me aback uh, when I first saw it there a few days ago was the production values for it, and uh, I think a big shout out to uh, William Bean who's there on the end there. He's on The of the-, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the, the film was shot a year ago, and um, for me, it's a quick turnaround to be to be out to be ready to be showing up. But you were saying there's a lot, a lot of work gone into Can you talk to me a bit more about some of the challenges that you had? You were talking about the drone for example and having to get rid of certain things with it. That challenge for example, have you got a mic there? You're right. well,
3: yeah, I guess um, it was a year ago since we all came to us to, to actually do all the special effects. Right. So, um, it was work here and there and we actually did some filming as well. Um, a few shots, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, you came to us with a lot of challenges and I have to apologize that we couldn't realize all your
1: crazy ideas. <laughs> no, no, we, had, uh, we had crazy ideas, like, you know, 2 ads became one. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we actually had to kill off Will early in the film. So he was on the tripod, if you notice, he was a mm. heavy machine gunner. I had to go and fly the drone, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd actually get to, to footage. the um, But,
3: uh...
1: I thought they were pretty cool, like, they'd just come off post-production on like, H.U. Songwriter. We went to Berlin and we went to try that.
3: Yeah, so we've, we we're a small production company in court, and we're used to mostly doing promotional and <laughs> advertising kind of material. And there's one one example where we did some uh, social media uh, content for Star Wars Day, which involved a Millennium Falcon landing on a car park. As you and, and so <laughs> all basically we saw that, and that's I guess when we started we talking.
1: We've <laughs> fan on the same day. Yeah.
3: Anyway, we're like, geez, we're getting some views. Holy oh, shit, who's this guy? <laughs> What's he doing in our well, show? <laughs> and then um, who knew we'd be uh, making fun together?
1: Yeah. I don't if remember that, the media career Billy Cummings, and Chris Buckley, and all the So serious how they're, and you go in there I'm saying, oh, I'm being stressed, i can't get
0: me blush. <laughs> <laughs> all the stuff, stuff is online, but you can watch the film on stormtroopers.com, is now right. William dot com as well. Yep. Uh, online as well, so you go check out the work that they, those guys do as well. Uh, Clancy, uh, fantastic performance. Uh, you are now, interestingly, living in Berlin and studying physical theater. I have, uh, yeah. You know, to
2: pay the bills and everything.
0: Absolutely.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was kind of my. Big role, my first big role that I've ever landed, uh-huh. and it's it's a great role. It's an opportunity to like to be a baddie. Well, mm-hmm. You don't know if she is a baddie or a goodie. That's true, yeah. But uh, an opportunity to just play someone that's like badass, and it's a woman as well. So it's you know it's even better. It's even more juicier. And Michael was really great with with her allowing me to do whatever I really wanted to do with her.
0: How did you find doing a scene where? You gotta kill somebody basically.
2: I really enjoyed it. Um <laughs> <laughs> naturally <don't>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it it was great. I mean I had to like make sure that I didn't actually puncture Peter uh, <laughs> with the screwdriver. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so it had to be choreographed a little bit. Right. So and a little bit. I just a little bit. You want it you want it to be authentic, yeah. so yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was his life, my hands. know, yeah. right? Feet. You
0: still have your kidneys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good stuff, guys. As I said before, Michael is down the side. Put your hand up now if you've got any questions. We've got oh, we've got loads of questions. And um, Michael, do you want to uh, start off with the first one here, we've got a uh, chap in the front row here. Yeah, of course.
1: Uh, everybody who asks a question gets a little trinket as well. And don't be starstruck. I know i are speaking lying. <laughs> uh, Michael was also in the movie as well. Yeah. Sort of yeah. so the Academy have not been in contact with me yet. So,
2: uh, <laughs> I
0: just want to know how long it took to uh, write, film and produce and release it. We started with the script in 2016. We had a script. Months started on the media. We started
1: researching locations. and then Casting started so, beginning location May, started first April, first day filming, and finished in first November filming, some of the were walking through the surf on Sunday morning, Sunday morning in November, So, all of it, say, it's a year,
3: And the goal was always to launch it on Star Wars day
0: I'm the fourth. Yeah.
1: I'm oh,
0: Star story. Wars going we <laughs> um, Cool. we got another question here in the front row. Okay, you're in the front row. Uh, what's your name, young man? I'm Gary O'Toole from the Irish Star Wars Podcast. Blood the
1: uh, Michael, first of all, thank you for allowing us to see the movie ahead of time, not a little bit of tidbit you've given us. Um, my question to you is, when you look at this movie as an overall package, there's so many subtle nuances and inspirations that appear to come from the script particularly the, the beach scene is reminiscent of the Scarf beach scene in Rogue One I know we've talked about some of the inspirations you had behind the movie but could you tell us about perhaps your early concept of the script versus what came in the final development, was there much change to it or was there anything in particular that had influenced you um, throughout that process? Sure, it was funny you should say Rogue One because we had the script written and Rogue One was coming out we saw this big scar of scene in Rogue One, and we thought, oh, fuck, they're going <laughs> 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 it. didn't. And it was so frustrating because I love Rogue One, and I saw them in the great too. Uh, but walking through Heathrow and Gatwick Airport, so it was to wall, walking through the circle. We never got to see that in the movie. We were always going to do it anyway. So I suppose we did kind of take a little bit of poetic license with some extra shots walking through the circle. But it looked awesome, it looked really well. Um, the nuances, then, as you said, were about like, the locations and the costumes doing work, and the actors. The CGI was just a balance to it. We weren't overly dependent on it; it was an add-on, you know. Um, so those nuances is kind of letting everything work together. But again, it, it is like that in the hobby. It is like the boutique podcasts. We are actually connecting with real genuine fans and audiences, you know, uh, and the feedback the loop. Cool.
0: Uh we got another manual
2: behind
1: you. The picture, so I. Uh, Are you
2: planning on making a sequel?
0: Are you planning on making a sequel Me <laughs> Okay, we got a script.
2: Oh, there Exciting, is. cool. Thanks, nice kid. That was too fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We can to shout filling the, the sequel, if you're free, so, uh, uh, Hey there, uh, what's your name? so what's your question? How many people
2: were involved in the project with, like, script writing and CGI and the uh, costumes and
1: stuff? <laughs> <and laughs> yeah, Um, I look you add up things in a or now be that stars people hauling boxes on the beach. One of the main reasons we had to go back to a filming day on the beach was at the Tide Star coming in the first day. <laughs> it was a tiny beach. So, but uh, everyone had a costume people with hair makeup. Hair makeup makeup's awesome. Hair makeup actually turns extras into real, absolute trials. To so go in the wardrobe and come up with stuff. they a really great rock. Right? Really cool. So about fifty of not all in fact. Yeah, that's cool. What
0: about some of you younger guys? Would you, would you like to be involved in making something like that? Would you like to act like on like that? There you yeah. go, Mihal,
1: I'd The best thing I'd say is just keep experimenting. I'm don't be afraid to put it all down. And always do your best with what you can. So I just interject there, just one of the things that I've learned about Mihal is uh, he's a great example of if you've got something in your head that you really, really, really want to do, you'll move mountains to do it. And that's a good example of that because so it just started grassroots and self funded and everything and he just worked so hard
2: at making this where it is today. And uh, I didn't realise when it was um you know it was our project that it would take the that it has but it was just a man there was a huge
0: For the acting talent, so that like for young people are to begin to acting, how did you start out acting? Um,
2: well, I, I started in stage from a very young age um, and did take a break for a little while. I was a young adult, to put at the end of the day, uh, I tried to get the real job, um, as, as it's put, but uh, yeah, I didn't have that fire in my belly. So uh, I went back and I retrained uh, in my late 20s, and I have. A a similar ethic to to me all because if if you're in this line of work, there really is no option but to give it absolutely everything. Work really hard for for yourself and um, ruthlessness in a nice way. Um, (laughs) Perseverance, just if if it's something that you want and it's something that is going to give you that belly fire, you just do anything that you can to do it. And it's that perseverance that will follow through with the rest of what you want to do. So as long as you have that perseverance and that drive you will figure out a way of uh, of making it. And yeah, that's the kind of you know, the emotional part of it, but the the yeah. literary is training, um, finding as many resources as you can, um, networking um, And
0: sometimes it's okay as you were saying to take a break right? and you can do something for while and come back again and literally feel that that's what you feel at the time as well.
2: Yeah, sometimes I think when it comes to jobs like they say an actor or something that's quite creative but may not be entirely lucrative at the best of time, know, because it's seasonal, it's Working, it can be very easy to go with plan B and go into um, something else that you might have an interest in. But, um, and, and it's just part of life, it's part of the journey, but if that belly fire is still there with something that you want to do, that may not be the, the path most chosen, and I that's, if you can feel in your gut, you can
0: I'm gonna the oh, Michael, yeah, I'm going to open it up, phone. We Michael, we've got loads yeah. of questions, Another crappy a speech, motivation speech. teach my character. I'm going to get a frame and put it on the wall. So. Hi <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's it. laughs> Hi everyone, great job on Just a question for Paul, concerning the trailer, because I've been thinking have on it for months. Uh, why the choice of all, all Apologies by Nirvana, and white female vocals as well? Yeah, I suppose
1: that was, yeah, I wasn't trying to uh, beat up any Nirvana events. Um, but well, I just thought that our and the Anthropology Song, the lyrics, was fantastic. We wanted to portray a new point of view. Uh, we had Joe here, who's a, a, a fellow extra in Game of Thrones with me, and we shared with him Carl and to the fast for the last four or five months in the winter. And he's a great musician. Um, and he recorded that version with an 80 voice overnight for the trailer. So it was done literally overnight. You know, watching Avengers the right? listen to it going, yeah, change in. Yeah, okay, cool. But it was great. So it was a risk, and I was really happy with it. But that's what we wanted to do with the film, just try something new, try something different. And we look downstairs, everything's different. We walk back out to the normal street. And there is magic here, we just have to drive on and do the best we can. The questions there, Michael? Yeah, the two little barrels here. There you uh, What's your question? Um, what was your favourite part of the movie to film? Uh, favourite part of the movie, kind of the notes I said earlier, was when the tides start coming in and the ammo boxes start floating out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the ammo boxes! But uh, I'll we didn't leave any behind on the beach. It was pretty cool. Cool, I got one question over here from this
0: gentleman. When it came to you
1: adapting the scripts, um, for your pre-visualization would you have done storyboards or would you have different methods? Storyboards definitely. Uh, uh, William and myself. Yeah, we would have um, done a script, we would have
2: contested
3: everything and and we would have done would need for special effects
1: and all that. And then storyboarded all those actions going back when we had all the footage shot, going back and storyboarding again to see what shots we, we probably had, and then to line up what stuff we had to go film that we were missing. So, pretty thorough that way. Mm-hmm. We two weekends after Christmas, fine two it. The edit, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that
0: was lots of pieces. We're talking to figure out. Really good, eh? i yeah, over has one. another one down yeah, there. Yeah, down in the aisle. Hi, my name is Dylan, and, um, before I answer my, before I ask my question, I just uh, wanted to say that I agree with you about what you said earlier on about um, about films um, being shot in in Ireland about drugs and about drug dealers and um, and uh, people being killed. I mean, people do get kind of sick of them, and, and and I just think that it was great that you uh, shot this Star Wars film. Um, uh, because like, it, because like it leaves people, because it people wanting more. Yeah. Um, and there's such a big fan base, and uh, and 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 there is a lot, of, like a lot of imagination in it.
1: Good question you asked, right, Ranger. Attention is huge. <laughs> absolutely. You <laughs> Game of Thrones, I get you know, it's, it's, it's fantasy, but I guess these scale stuff. All that big scale stuff we export where now, I, I mean, it feels fair to the crime dramas. A lot of them actually very good. And a lot of Irish talent actually. a lot of character nuance. There's a lot of good stuff in it. But I suppose, just like the young offender set in Cork, the fact that it was in Cork was something new. And it gave it a magic and a charm. You know, so we can actually take stories that we already know, but just go somewhere different with them. And then we come back to Dublin and be like, oh, that's awesome. We haven't seen that in a while. But like, and all it is is a, an hour in the morning. We can be anywhere. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And so my question is that um, oh, well um, the the storm trooper, the
0: stormtrooper um, costumes were they heavy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They were a bit heavy. No, they actually they weren't too bad. Um, if you're in them for the day
2: and there's a uh, yeah, and there's not the ability to, yeah. and to sit down or. As I said, and stuff
1: like that, it, 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 they can be, you know, but definitely, I think, a lot lighter than you might think. They might um, think. I think they're heavier than, it, the, the, they look heavier than they actually are. They're they, probably better. Well, this, the reality is they're completely practical, despite when you decide like not get an arm or some more. But they look great, and they look great in camera. Right? Would you say that they're, uh, would you say that they're, uh,